Cross my heart, don't hope to die These highways I can't wait to drive Who knows where you'll find me Somewhere across these country Hello world I'm currently in Edmonton uh, Just had breakfast with someone I know from Next Gen Men This awesome uh, non-profit organization, not profit organization. I forget the exact term, but one that I met through my old podcast, the imperfect pod. So I just got dinner with, or breakfast with someone from there, but I'm going to recount the last 48 hours I done of driving. Um, now that it's early in the morning on September 4th, I've been on the road for about 48 hours. Um, I think I've done two days of 10 hour driving. So it's been quite a lot in my car. I'm going to recount everything from when I left Vancouver. So um, right off the start, I thought I was going to get pulled over on the highway in Vancouver. Uh, there was a cop right behind me with the lights on. Uh, well, not right behind me, but there's a cop coming across like real quick with lights on. And I think I just accidentally gone into the HOV lane and like crossed the white line where you're not supposed to cross. So I was like, shit, he's coming for me. And, um, he was like flying up. I'm like, Oh my God, he's going to come up right behind me. He went right by me to the person in front of me. So that was awesome. I didn't get pulled over. Uh, thank God. Cause I didn't, didn't want to have that happen really early in the trip. That would have sucked. Um, so the scenic route that I've taken has been 100% worth it. Um, there's been no smoke, which is amazing. So the scenic route, for those that don't know, like there's the Trans-Canada Highway and the five that come through Vancouver that go through Kamloops, um, up through uh, the kind of like mid of BC through Field and Golden, or there's the Okanagan Valley. So I think that route added about two hours of two to three hours of driving to my trip. But I'm like, I wasn't able to do it on the way in, which I really wanted to do. I'm going to do it on the way out. Hopefully there's no smoke. There's no fires, whatever. It's blue skies. It was clear blue skies. So I was really nervous because I think I saw on Google Maps, I was getting warnings of one or two fires. I only saw like two really small puffs of smoke in one place. Beyond that, I didn't see any smoke or fires, which was amazing. Um, so yeah, I think that's the three a highway. I think that's what it's called, um, through the Okanagan Valley and just stunning. So it, it runs along the Okanagan Lake. I think that's what it's called for about almost 400 kilometers. I don't really know the actual length. It felt like a really long time. Um, in that it's like, basically a valley between mountains on either side that's where Kelowna is Penticton Olala so I drove up drove up through Olala and um Penticton Cam uh Kelowna up to uh field that's where I like ended my day but I think while I was in the Okanagan Valley I did see a bear across the road so I didn't get it on video or, or picture or anything I was kind of going too fast, but I, I'm pretty sure it was a small cub that, that passed the road. It was something small, like decently small, fluffy, um, which makes me know it's not a deer or anything like that. I think it was a bear. Not 100% sure, but I'd be, I love it if it was. Um, in the Okanagan Valley is where like there's a lot of wineries, cideries, and uh, fruit that's grown. So I got, I stopped and I got like fresh uh, nectarines and some other fruit, I believe as well, that I'm really looking forward to trying. 
I am snacking way too much on this trip. So I have like crispers, Doritos, uh, bananas, apples, lots of different snack foods. Cause when I'm driving, I just feel like if I'm not doing anything, I'm kind of being too lazy. So I'm snacking a bit, maybe way too much right now. Um, and drinking way too much water. So I have to pee like every hour, stop every hour or two to, to, to pee, um, which is fine. I just have to drink a little bit less than what, maybe what I'm doing. Um, and so yeah, the Okanagan Valley is just absolutely stunning. I'm so happy I chose to go the scenic route on the way home. Um, my first day was pretty simple of driving 10 hours. And then I slept in this place just outside of field, um, in, which is basically the border between BC and Alberta, just over because the next day I was going to Yoho National Park to see Emerald Lake and Takakawa Falls. But before I go into Takakawa and Emerald Lake, so the night before I spent it on the side of the road on the Trans-Canada Highway up near Field, and it was a beautiful spot, like on a creek, I got there at like 11 o'clock at night, so I wasn't able to see anything when I first got there. But in the morning, gorgeous, like right next to glacial running water, six or seven, maybe other camper vans there. It was a pretty popular spot from what I saw in iOverlander, um, but just gorgeous. And I, so I stayed there for a bit, maybe like 20 minutes, not much because it was freezing. Like absolutely. I think it was three degrees when I woke up. Um, and so I had to, to layer up pretty warm for the next few bit because it was so cold. I think it was mostly because of the altitude. Like we were pretty high up on the mountains when, um, I don't know why I said we, I was pretty high up on the mountains when, uh, you're there. And, um, yeah, just overall, just a stunning little place to sleep. So I'll, I'll mark it. Whoever wants to know where it was, I can tell you, get the eye overlander just outside a field. You'll see it there. But um, what else happened on the second? I drove through Okanagan Valley, went up, stopped quite a bit for washroom breaks and ate and, and did some other things. But yeah, I, I went to a few viewpoints of, of the um, Okanagan Valley and just absolutely stunning. Just so nice. It, the only thing I would really note of the whole valley that was kind of sad was clearly had been super dry because most of the trees were like yellow and most of the grass were yellow like it looked almost more like a desert than what's supposed to be like a I think a pretty luscious almost um it's almost supposed to be like uh Floridian weather I think from what I understand I don't know if that's 100% true but it's supposed to be like that kind of climate based on I think the mountain protection that it gets and just like the the nice heat and and being like wine country, basically Canada's wine country, so just stunning overall. Um, and then I ended up the night just outside Emerald Lake because in the morning I went to Emerald Lake at around eight thirty, got there for nine, um, and saw the sunrise there. Absolutely stunning! Like I had so many people. I posted a video and of like the the fog or steam, I don't even know what it is, rolling across the water in the morning. And I had a lot of people just saying, like, what an absolutely stunning photo. So shot on iPhone, no DSLR. Um, but yeah, just a beautiful time to go because the sun was just coming over the mountain that shines onto Emerald Lake. It was it was late. It was like 9 o'clock in the morning, but this it was just getting bright there because of the mountain protection. 
and it was cold. Like I, I wore my winter jacket around Emerald Lake because it was that cold. Um, glad I brought it. It's the first time I brought it out. First time I used it. But just a, I didn't do a hike there. I had to get to Edmonton by a pretty good time, and I had to be at Jasper by three in order to interview Jeremy. So I was pretty short on time in terms of what I could do and what I couldn't do. I really wanted to do a hike there, but um, I, I was going to do a hike on the way to Vancouver. I think I mentioned it, but it was so smoky. So I'm really happy it was clear blue skies this time around. Um, would have loved to to spend maybe a little bit more time there. Left left Vancouver a bit earlier to do this trip, but hey, I love Vancouver too. So it, it worked out. I, it just means I have to do this trip again, which I know I've said like 30 times on this podcast. Um, and so I went there. I was probably stayed at, stayed at Emerald Lake for about an hour. I did a little bit of walking around. Like the lake has a loop to it, um, just to get some different angles, see some different viewpoints, to see the smoke uh, or steam clouds on the water rolling across was gorgeous left there went down down the road from emerald lake there's this place called like the natural bridge and i've fallen in love almost with the way water runs throughout um this trip especially in the mountains so basically it's this natural bridge that used to be a large waterfall but water slowly over the last like thousand years or whatever it is had like started going through all these little cracks and so now it's created a gorge but that initial waterfall is mostly still there. So you could kind of cross. There's a natural bridge that you can uh, go across. I don't think you're supposed to. I didn't do it. It looks pretty slippery when wet. But um, just look. I just find the way water flows and creates and shapes space just to be way more fascinating now. So I spent some time there. Took a couple of videos. Gorgeous. Um and then from there, I went to Takakawa Falls. I think from what I understood from the sign, Takakawa Falls is the tallest um, waterfall in Canada. According to the sign I saw, it's it's 384 meters tall, which apparently is seven times the height of Niagara Falls, which doesn't, when you're looking at it, doesn't seem true. It's clearly not as much water is falling, um, but... Uh, another little gorgeous hike in the morning that you can go to pretty popular um especially when i think the parking lot was pretty full when i got there at like nine maybe ten um so that should give you an idea of like just how busy it can get and then uh so i spent about an hour there because you can get to basically the top of the um you can basically get to the top of where the waterfall lands uh, or water lands from the waterfall through some some scrambling and some rock climbing. So I did that, saw where it was landing, and then uh, from there, I started the drive back to um, Jasper. Um, when I say back, I mean for the first time, not back. Because I'd, I'd heard from, I met this guy in Tofino. I don't know if I mentioned him on the podcast, but he is uh, from Newfoundland. And he's driven like to the Yukon and, and driven across the country many times, James. And so he mentioned the Icefield Parkway, which is the drive from Banff to Jasper. So I'd already done the drive from Jas uh, Banff to Lake Louise, which is basically where it connects back with... Um, the Trans-Canada Highway and the Icefield Parkway. So I just went left. I didn't need to go back to Lake Louise. I'd already done that trip many times um, during my two weeks in Canmore. So I went left instead. And that drive from like Lake Louise to Jasper is absolutely stunning. There's about 60 viewpoints that um, you can pull off on. 
I probably pulled off on 15 to 20 of them. So what is normally like a 240 kilometer drive, I think that section of it, um, and supposed to be like mm, two and a half hours, I think it took me five because I stopped a lot to view like the different lakes, Bow, Bow Lake, just so many different viewpoints. There's the Icefield Parkway, like the actual glaciers. Um, there's the different meadows, there's creeks. There's so much to see, so much different type of landscape in such a 240 kilometer short span. Uh, there's really popular pull-offs. There's really not popular pull-offs, like some that you're like, oh, I just missed an awesome one that I wish I went to. So definitely... I wish I kind of took more of my time with it. So Jeremy's going to, I told Jeremy to really take his time. He's going to be biking. So he's going to be seeing a lot of these viewpoints anyways, but really mountainous, really gorgeous. Just, oh, like probably my favorite drive so far. Okanagan Valley is like second. And then probably to Tofino is third. Um, like from, from Victoria to Tofino is, is third. So just, I, I read about it um, before coming on this trip and I was like, you know what, if it, probably not that great. I wanted to take a video. I wanted to pull off at every viewpoint, but I just needed to get to Jasper. So, um, amazing. There's not a lot of service on that trip. So make sure you text people and get your music downloaded beforehand, but just amazing, 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 amazing. I, I have no words to describe just how awesome of a hike or of a drive that was. Uh, you get to see some wildlife. I think I saw a porcupine ran over on the, on the, on the, uh, was that there? I don't know. I saw a porcupine body on the road at some point. Um, so when I say wildlife, like it was dead, but, um, I got to Jasper, interviewed Jeremy, didn't spend too much time there. got some Tim Hortons so I could eat a real meal, not just some chips and stuff from, from Jasper to Edmonton, got to Edmonton around nine, met up. Uh, I saw on the way from Jasper to Edmonton, I saw, lots of deer in one spot. I saw an elk and I saw a bison. I didn't get a video of the bison, which I'm upset by. I was on the phone with, uh, uh V my friend, uh, for an hour. And cause I was like, yo, we haven't talked in a while. So I gave her a call and then, um, I was passing a bison. I'm like, bison, bison. And then my phone had her on it. So I couldn't take a video or a picture, but uh, the guy, Roger, I just had breakfast with said, um, there's like Elk Island Provincial Park, which is a national park, just like 30 minutes outside of Edmonton. So I'm going to drive through that and see if I can find bison. Cause I know they're really popular there. The friends I met, Gabby and Lisa, um, both went through there on their, when they came to Edmonton and they saw a lot of wildlife. So I'm going to go through that trip. Um, but last night I got into Edmonton around nine, met up with uh, Mike Cameron, who I know from my other podcast. He let me spend the night at his place and shower and stuff. So that was really cool. We had a couple beers. We talked about his long distance running. Um, this guy runs a hundred miles for fun. Well, not, he just said they weren't really for fun. Um, more because of a mental challenge and just physical, knowing what he can put his body through. Um, so we had awesome conversations about some of his fitness stuff and, and his travels. And he's a, he's a trail runner so um he has run like howling he's done a lot of the different hikes that we've done or that i did on on the trip and so we just had lots of conversations about those and and just his fitness level and what he's doing in that part of his world because most of it i knew about his work world where he works with men and masculinity and men's counseling so this time it was more um 
it was more about like extracurriculars and what he does for fine and, and, uh, more of his fitness stuff. And, and so we had great conversations. We talked like three hours last night and another 40 minutes this morning, I think about that type of stuff and those things. So that's been my last 48 hours. The scenic drive has been 100% worth it. Absolutely amazing, stunning, definitely recommending everyone now to do the Okanagan Valley and definitely recommending everyone to do the drive. Not even from Banff to Jasper, because like, I don't know, once you do Banff to Lake Louise, you've basically done the first third of it. Um, but Banff, Lake Louise to, to Jasper is amazing. Amazing. I don't have enough words to describe and definitely give yourself like a full day to really appreciate it. There's lots of rest areas you can pull off. There's lots of hikes. Um, give yourself four days if you want to, to like come out here and, and, camp and and do all that and really make a time out of it because there, there's some probably great hikes up here i didn't really do much research into jasper hikes um it was more banff lake louise and squamish type hikes but um definitely on my bucket list to come back here and, and give it its fair fair uh fair share of time so that's it that's my last 48 hours thank you everyone for listening and i'll see you on the next episode next stop is saskatoon so i'll see if there's anything that happens between now and saskatoon probably not um then to winnipeg then to thunder bay then to Sault Ste. marie then algonquin so almost there two days the longest two days of driving are done on to the next Today I might just quit that nine to five and drive everywhere beneath clear blue skies and maybe I'll go on a hundred hikes. I pack my life in this SUV, I may just travel endlessly across these countries. I hope to find just where I'm meant to be. Fourteen hundred hours later, when these roads have become home, I'll have met so many mountains, great lakes and every stone. I may seem far away, but just a call away by. Cross my heart, don't hope to die These highways I can't wait to drive Who knows where you'll find me